For the first time in more than five and a half years, we finally tonight have a few new answers to a question that has loomed over Indiana and over the town of Delphi. Who killed Abby Williams and Libby Jones? The end of the bridge to, you gotta go through. Now, I believe that the bodies were found about to. Born from a family's grief and determination. In April of 2020, Army soldier Vanessa Guillen went missing while stationed at one of the largest military installations. You hear that little music in the background, it goes, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Right. Knew about it or was there. It's, he's as guilty as the person who committed Chilling details in the arrest of a suspected serial killer caught before he could strike again. Him, they, they, they dropped the ball, man. Like, they said he went AWOL. Mm. And uh, he was a deserter, and nobody went to look for Today is not a day to celebrate. But the arrest of Richard M. Allen of Delphi on two counts of murder. Like I said, we're going back. We were asked last time to kind of talk about the food, uh, the grub truck video, and kind of give our perspective of it. The, the, the press release from the police department it indicated that they're still trying to put pieces together from that night. It, does that does that worry you in any, at any point uh, or at any bit that they're still trying to put those pieces together? It's been over five weeks since little Kaylee Anthony vanished. Her mother, Casey, has been arrested for lying to police. She's being held without bail. from the year 3000 it still sucks this is Phil J. Fry and you're listening to the Drunken Turkey Show you're one stop for this sort of thing hit that button like and subscribe you know what to do just like every other podcast what's up everybody welcome back to the Drunk Turkey Show I'm your host Daniel J Right now, going solo for the moment. Uh, Big Blue is on his way. He'll be in here momentarily. Uh, we got some breaking news that we felt that we needed to come on board and and talk to you guys about. Um, this is something that uh, you know I haven't even spoken to the guys about, but I've been thinking about doing. And let me know in the live chat if you guys think we should do something like this. But you know, I was thinking about doing a morning show, maybe two, three times a week. Also. Uh, not to interrupt the evening show. Let me know in the live chat if you guys would like to see a morning hour show, live show. Put in a one in the live chat for yes, two for no. But um, with that all the way, hit that like, hit that subscribe. I'm it. He's in the building, but just not on the screen. And so um, we had some breaking news. We have um, basically... Uh, a Pennsylvania court has unsealed additional documents in the uh, in the Idaho University murders, um, revealing that police sealed several different items today, uh, or well, during that raid um, on this uh, on Brian Koberger's home uh, in the uh, or his parents' home in the Poconos. So there's a lot of information that's here that's just kind of repetitive from the uh, original um, search warrant that was released earlier. Um. You know, a lot of the uh, the same wordage as to what they're looking for and why they're looking for it. Um, you know, this is all basically the same. Once you get to the part where the receipt of inventory, again, this says see attached FBI FD 597, which is this report right here. So I haven't really gone into this in depth. I looked at it briefly, uh, just kind of scanned through it, really. Uh, so um, this is really my first time looking at this. So. Let's look into it. Let's break it down. So this is uh, his address, which is not. <laughs> it was redacted in yesterday's, but in today's, it's wide open there. One, one nineteen uh, was that Lambstone or Sloan Drive in Albertsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, so the first thing right off the bat that they recovered, um, and I'm assuming based on the amount of items that they've recovered, that this is from the house. Because I know part of it is the house and part of it is the vehicle. Uh, I'm just going to scroll through it. No, it's all it's all put together in the same. So this is the house and the vehicle. Um, they, they recovered quite a bit. So the first thing that they recovered is a knife. Doesn't say what style knife, doesn't say anything. But if they're recovering it, it's one of two reasons. One, 
It was um, either in the vehicle and they're having to recuperate and, and document everything that was taken out of that vehicle. Or it has importance to the case, right? They're not going to go in there. And if they found like a, um, you know, a pocket knife in his drawer, they're not going to collect that. There's no need to collect that pocket knife. They would only collect the knife that they felt um, had to do something with the case. And so unless unless it was a pocket knife that was in the vehicle and they're taking inventory of it because they're going to possess the vehicle. And then everything in that car is going to be taken inventory of doesn't mean it's necessarily evidence. It's just, you know, that they found an item in there. For instance, if there was a, um, a portable game boy type of um, game, it has no relativeness or, or, you know, nothing related to the case. It would be picked up. It would be put in a, um, on an evidence receipt and, or a um, property receipt, which is what this is. Uh, receipt for property. And so um, this is collect and seized. Uh, and so my opinion, it's very interesting, especially if they took it from the home, because there's several different knives there. So this tells me that perhaps maybe there are, if this was from the home, then I would think that this is a, a knife similar to the knife that they suspect was used in the uh, commission of the crime, um, in my opinion. And so, yeah, the first thing they pick up is a knife. Second is a book with underlining on page 118. I wonder what book that is. I haven't read anything. I, I, I really haven't listened to anybody else talking about this. So if you guys know what book they're referring to, please let me know. Uh, AT&T bill for Brian Covert. See, this leads me to believe that this right here is in the car. I don't understand why they would need the AT&T bill. Um, you know, they already have the warrant for his cellular you know, device and phone and and everything that's all the data that's on it. I'm not sure why they would need the bill for it. Uh, a Glock 22 Gen 5 40 caliber serial number. Uh, that tells me this is I believe this was in the house. I don't think this was in his car. Uh, Smith and Western pocket knife. So this one describes a pocket knife. This one up here don't describe a pocket knife. So we can say that the top the top item is not a pocket knife, uh, which would lead us to believe that it's probably a um, a larger knife. Man, could that be the could be could that be the the knife that he used? Do you guys think that he took the knife with him all the way from you know um, Washington to Pennsylvania? Took it with him. Let me know in the let me know in the uh, in the comment section. Hit one if you think yeah he did take it with him. Hit two if you think this is just a different knife. Let's see. Um, folder containing vehicle paperwork. Probably when he just redid his his um, his drive uh, his license plates. Uh, a laptop model number. A green leafy substance in a green container. Uh, the way that is described that that's marijuana. Um, documents, green leafy substance in a bag, white paper with password, uh, power cable, cell phone. So here's a cell phone. This is the cell phone that, you know, last night me and the guys were wondering, where is it at? Why hasn't it been recovered? Um, this leads me to believe that this was probably from uh, inside the house. I don't think he left this in his phone, in, I mean, in, in his car. And so you have certain things here that lead me to believe that were found in the car, some in the house. So there is no specific order uh, when it comes to this list as far as, you know, which items were found first or anything like that. It just seems to me that they went in there, conducted the raid, and just pulled everything out and... Um, Probably took pictures and documented where they did. But when it came to this property receipt, they just kind of wrote everything down as they saw it. Not so much in the order that they collected it or where they found it at. And by the way, Big Blue is uh, is coming on board here pretty soon. Uh, three Glock 40 caliber magazines. They were all empty. So you you, you do remember that there wasn't any yelling there was um there wasn't much of a fight 
except for maybe Zana. That was the one that was described that had a lot of significant injuries. That would be, you know, a fight. One person, four victims. Maybe perhaps he used a a, a gun to as a uh, means for for threat to control. Let's see what else. Uh, I think that says either boots. Cannot cannot tell. Um, Number fifteen. Number sixteen says black face masks. All right, so that's a that's a pretty big clue because you know he's got black face masks. That's what Dylan described. Um, a guy wearing an all black, if she stated the, the mask that he had on his mouth and nose was a black face mask, then that leads, you know, that's another, you know, circumstantial piece of evidence uh, to go along with their case. Now, and like I've said this many times before, when it comes to a defense, they're going to want to attack every piece individually. So, you know, if I was a defense attorney, I would say, so what, you know, black face masks, you know, we're just out of, you know, the C-19 uh, people had face masks during that time. But then you have, you know, the prosecution is like, yeah, understand. But you have to put the black face masks along with his phone not being in operation during the time of the or the commission of the crime. You put the fact that he is operating a vehicle without a front license plate out and about during the wee hours of the morning on the night of the incident. Um, you add, you know, the height, the build, the weight, the eyebrows. Um, you know, once you put it all together, then it just kind of points in that one direction. It's still very circumstantial, 100%. Um, I'm interested to see what kind of um, evidence or not evidence, but like what kind of um, what they have when it comes to that knife, if they found any DNA, if they found any, um, um, if there was any blood residue, things of that nature on the uh, on the knife sheath. I mean, on the knife. Sorry about that. So let's see. We've got the black face mask, prescription, black gloves, one black hat, one black mask. That's interesting. So they have black face masks, and yet they have one over here considered a black mask. Something just, it, it, it's not the same. It's described, it's, it's separated, so that means it's a different item, and it's different completely with one black hat not looking good it's not looking good uh, let me scroll that there all right so number 20 personal identifying documents new balance shoes um name i can't read that color jacket jackets this is a, a shirt 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 pants i think that says dune colored or dark dark colored all right i see it now i'm sorry about that y'all the uh the handwriting on here isn't very very well so it's dark colored pants jacket shirt shirt jacket 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 so a lot of dark clothing is what he had um with him one uh a clear plastic glove uh, one, gosh, man, this handwriting is bad, y'all. I apologize for not being able to um, do that right. Um, so uh, another Glock, some photographs. Oh man, what what, what kind of photo photo um, or PHO graft? I'm assuming that's photograph, but criminal psychology book, the sales university, something there. Uh, that guy's probably tired. It's probably early in the morning, but this handwriting looks a little bit better on this page. I apologize, y'all. No notification. Um, Man, I apologize for that. That is weird. I'm sorry if y'all didn't get the notification. Um, Jaime G goes, sounds like he had a complete kill kit. Yeah, it sounds like there was uh, there was enough there. Adam's photograph, but not taken. Maybe. Um, 
So he is from a place that has a lot of snow and very cold temps. So it's possible to have a black mask there, especially being COVID and masking up. Yeah, that's true, too. You know, this is Idaho, Washington area. And even where he's from is in Pennsylvania. During this time of year of December, around the 1st, for him to have a black ski mask or one of those type of masks wouldn't be probably uncommon for the area either. So that does make a lot of perfect sense. Um, <laughs> I mean, I that's what it looks like sometimes, man. Uh, it's YouTube's fault. It sure is. It sure is. Um, but let me know when you're ready to come on board. There he is. The man, the myth, the legend, big blue in the house. What's going on, everybody? Not much, man. Not much, dude. We're just trying to get through this. So, so far, just, you know, with what you missed up to this point, um, they had a lot of bad handwriting in this, but, uh, there's a knife. Uh, there was a book with the page 118 under, you know, underlined with it, which I haven't seen in the, um, I haven't seen in the live chat if anybody knew what book he had on him. Um, I'm not sure. And so, uh, yeah, there was a couple. So they, this list here is a combination of what was in his car and what was in the house. And so they okay. picked up his phone, they picked up a laptop, they picked up a couple black masks, black hat, black gloves, um, some marijuana, um, you know, and uh, and a knife. The knife is probably the biggest one that, that's kind of sticking out to me. They also picked up a, a pocket knife. And so that first one listed on the top with, you know, knife, uh, that leads me to believe also just because it was listed number one, that that's probably a uh, big piece of evidence. What do you think, Blue? Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder what type of knife it is. Maybe it's the murder weapon. We don't know. We'll see. Well, if it's if it's not the murder weapon, then it's a, it's a weapon that is very similar to. And the reason I say that is because that's the only reason to put that on here is that he has either a collection of or um, is he, you know, has on his person or, or has had oh i'm gonna pull you out real quick blue you're making a lot of noise there while you're you're out of the uh the shot there uh either that or he has had um that he's had those type of weapons with him and so um a lot of dark clothing uh corona psychology book documents documents that's what it says documents and the sales university something um and that's kind of where we're at right now. We're getting up to number 33 is an extra large Columbia Navy fleece. Some drawings. Um, glove 10. Something inside glove inside box. Criminology books. Dark colored hat blue black glove so they're finding a lot of like just gloves everywhere you know we talked last night I, I mentioned that his hands were red in a lot of the pictures that he um that you see him in uh i felt that he he was the kind of guy that washes his hands quite often you see him throwing his trash out with gloves you think he's just a neat freak or do you think there's more something nefarious with all these black gloves around i think uh it was trying to like Probably stop them collecting his DNA. But he also sounds like a neat freak. Um, yeah. The way, uh, because in his apartment, it didn't look like it was, it was like messy, like they said. It's just pretty clean. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. You're right. Uh, this says C uh, grade bear, bear, bam, man, I have no idea. Uh, Samsung solid state, state drive. Um, black box Samsung. I'm guessing that's a serial number of some kind in the glove box or up, up tune in box. More black gloves, black hat, another black hat, dark green, short sleeve shirt, black long sleeve shirt, black sweatshirt, gray jacket. Two pair of black pants, one pair of black jeans. You're right there, Blue. Yeah, yeah. I was just adjusting my my new laptop. I got it's wider than my other one, so oh, I was trying yeah. to get the angle all set up and everything. 
All right, sounds good, man. Try muting it next time because it's like really loud in my ears. Uh, okay, two, it's my mic. Let me lower the mic, probably. Two right black. There. Yeah, you're fine there. Two black long sleeve shirts. Two black pants. So a lot of clothes. Um, motherboard of some kind. Washington State University paperwork. Note from Brian. All right, note from Brian from. Montana, and so there's a note from Brian from Montana. I think that's what it says. Craftsman shop back medical. I don't know what it says. Some uh, and court documents. And so let's see. Uh, next thing, note from note to dad from Brian. So he had a note from note from Brian from uh, maybe maybe his sister. Uh, spiral notebook, clothing I think is what that says. HP computer, Linux, and password. So laptop. There we go. A medallion of some kind. Something with a serial number. So they took a couple swabs, pair of dark clothes, boots, and a pair of boots. Now, I had read in an article that they took some more stuff out of it. Oh, let me see. Uh, yeah, that's stuff we already read. So this is, it just goes back into the, prob the, the um, probable cause affidavit that we've all gone through. Any anything stands out to you, Blue? I mean, the, the gun is what I was wondering. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he didn't use it, but like maybe that's how he kept them a little bit more quiet, like intimidated wise. I don't know. And then yeah. Uh, see, this, I didn't see this part in 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 the documents, and this is for. The 2015 Hyundai Elantra. It says swabs, Ziploc bag with pink zipper, seven, nine, something plastic baggie with green zipper, 36 dimes, 32 nickels, eight pennies, gloves, receipt, car, insurance card, car registration, hiking boots, comfort in room, key holder, and stay information. Tire, tire, something shovel. So he had a shovel with him. Yeah, he had a shovel with him in his car. You think he dug something? Yeah, well, it says, I think it says tire, prawns, shovel, and goggles. Uh, yeah, yeah, that does what that says. We have a five dollar super chat. Thank you so much, Tamara. Good morning, loves. Hit that like. Two eighty one watching and only seventy six likes. Yeah, yeah. Let's get that like up. Come on, y'all. Don't cost anything. Help us out. And I'll tell you what. I think this new computer I got is working pretty good. I can see all the videos now. Hey man, sometimes that's all it is. So, what do you think about these goggles? What kind of goggles do you think they are? Um, you know, when there weren't any at the, at the scene, so I'm pretty sure they're just probably like swimming goggles or, or, um, he is up North. Maybe they're skiing goggles. That's true. Skiing goggles. Uh, I was trying to figure out what he wears swimming goggles for. I mean, yeah, I thought maybe he'd throw a weapon in, in, in the water or whatnot, but it was cold. This is November in Idaho. So skiing goggles probably makes more sense yeah so they took the floor mats reflective vest used weather uh, used water bottles wrench door panel seats seat cushions headrest seat belt visor fiber so that's not part of the visor it's just this fiber i wonder if that fiber is like a piece of cloth from one of the seats or something that they may have found something on they took the brake pedal, the gas pedal, 
a phone charger, a band-aid, the wrappers, maps, documents, the seatbelt, and a boot. Yeah, they would take the pedals and stuff just to see if there's any blood residue, like the dry, the dry blood generally get DNA off of it. Yeah, yeah, in you know that, and like they had the the supposed footprint, right? Like you were saying, you know, the guy may have stepped in, and and you know, clearly stepped in blood at one point. If it was the uh, the the killer, then. Um, you would assume that there would be some kind of transfer from that uh, night vision goggles. I don't, I don't know. I never know. I don't know. I don't know. Jaime thinks he has a swimmer's build. Let's see. Let's see. You know what? Let me, uh, let me do some investigation real quick. Yeah, I don't know. He probably was a swimmer. I mean, he, he, he does have a Michael Phelps kind of look to him. <laughs> Let's see. So night vision goggles, you can get a pair for hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, it's not too. They're probably not the most you know cool. You know, they're just like binoculars. Yeah, went in with something on his head. It's a little bit more. But I mean, it's possible on the night vision goggles. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, this is. This is it's crazy, man. It is is absolutely insane. Um, do you think they got him? I mean, I think they got more. I mean, they already had this evidence, so they're building a case mm -hmm. on what they've had. So I think they got some decent ideas. Like some of the DNA profiling stuff takes time. So if they find anything on the pedals, they have to get all that ran and you know try to match it to somebody. So we'll see. We'll see if anything pops up later. Yeah, yeah, shovel snow. Yeah, that's true too. That's true. There is a ton of snow up there, and that that could be why he has a shovel out there. But what I would be doing is trying to take like uh, you know samples of that shovel, see if there's um, I don't know dirt or rocks that are specific for a certain area that could help him out. You know what I mean? But it's a it's a needle in a in a in a in a haystack type of thing. But it is you know. Maybe. Let's yeah, see. I mean, everybody says, what if he went and discarded the knife? He could have discarded the knife, you know, at the Walmart trash can, McDonald's trash can, when he went to the drive-thru, and it's long gone now. So it's hard to find those kind of yeah, no, yeah, for sure. evidence without him saying where he put it. So, uh, Yeah. Bob, Bobby J asks, so is this the stuff that was in his car apartment? So this is the stuff that the stuff that we just talked about, which is right. Um, about the headrest, the brake pedal and all that other stuff. That was the car right here. The the remaining docks that we went through, that was for his parents house, I believe. So I think everything else that we, we got was from his parents house, the the knife, the book with the underlining page of 118, all that, all that other stuff was from um, yeah, his, parents. his parents' house. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm sure they're going to be, you know, testing out that car for DNA and blood evidence, things of that nature. Um, reflective vest was taken from his car. Do you think that was that, that's a uh, issued reflective vest from the Pullman Police Department? It's, it's hard to tell, man. Like even the the, the safety kits come with vests sometimes, or like I have vests because I go dump trash at the dumps, so it just varies. Right, right. Yeah, I know, but you know the fact that he is or was. A uh, criminologist, he applied for an internship at the police department nearby, at both police departments. Um, you know, would it, it would make sense. Oh, also the hiking boots. The hiking boots. He was gone for several hours throughout, you know, in the mountains or whatever. Um, you know, with his phone not working uh after the murders and, and during the murders, we, you know, it's been assumed that there's a possibility that 
he uh, went out there and dug up something, maybe hid the evidence somewhere. There's shovel, there's hiking boots, there's goggles, reflective vests. Let's see. Um, now, this is just what they gathered from um, the arrest, right? This is what they were able to do inside. They took swabs of things. Now, what they swabbed, I would assume, you know, they took several swabs here. And so I'm assuming they have, they have, they may or may not have DNA. Uh, we won't know at this time because this is just during the collection of these items what they found out of those swabs and or um you know if there was any other dna evidence or blood that wouldn't come in until later unless there was something that said a red stain which i didn't read that so he could be wearing it to be jogging at night and that which i've seen a lot of people do is people get hit by cars all the time just jogging down the street oh yeah man 100 100 and so ziploc bag with pink zipper zip log bag with pink zipper okay i'm just assuming that's just a regular ziplock bag odd color for a zipper um yeah i mean they took the seat cushions they took the seats the door panels the headrest the headrest too you know um they took the pillow casing that had the uh, the red stains on it. They're taking the headrest. And you think they think maybe there's uh he, he well, got in his hair? Well, maybe like uh, if there was an altercation and when he a struggle with one of the victims and maybe he got a cut from hitting his head on something. And uh, right. maybe that there'd be blood from him, or maybe there was some of their blood when they were like maybe who knows that they pulled on his hair and stuff like that. There was an, that kind of altercation, and maybe there's a scratch. Yeah, and they could have rubbed some DNA off, or they're just trying to match it from a cut that he has on the back of his head somewhere. True. So, um, cranky, cranky one says, "What would they find in your car, Blue? What would they find in your car?" Oh man, my car. I mean, I cleaned it the other day. I got like two garbage bags worth of stuff, just trash. My kids, you know, there's cookies and McDonald's wrappers and cups and toys and Barbie dolls, my clothes. And, and at the end, you'll find like a jack and maybe a jump starter and some oil. You know, that's, that's about it. In no my empty, car? No empty beer bottles, no empty wine bottles or nothing like that i don't drink and drive in my car mine you'll find absolutely nothing but two seats because it's gutted out ready for the track there ain't nothing in there <laughs> actually it's not ready for the track it's uh ready to get the interior to put back in um i took it all out to long story short i'm restoring a car took all the interior out got it got the car painted now i just got to put it all back in uh let's see but the other news that had came up was that uh, the public, there was a, apparently a secret meeting between Brian Koberger, his attorney, and you know the prosecution and the judge referencing um, Brian Koberger's uh, attorney and Taylor, uh, possible conflict of interest. <laughs> some barbecue sauce, just in case uh, he runs into some chicken nuggets. Yeah. That's true. Um, Brian Cooper agreed to keep Ann Taylor as defense attorney during a secret court hearing in January. Uh, newly unsealed court documents reveal Idaho murder suspect Brian Koberger, public defender, told a judge she had no conflict of interest that would prevent her from representing Koberger. A defendant, public defendant, defender Ann Taylor told Lawtaw County Magistrate Judge uh, Megan Marshall during a secret court hearing in late January that she has never met the murder victim. Zana Knodel's mother and has never provided her legal advice. Kara Knodel, Zana's mother, previously said Taylor represented her in a felony drug case out of Catania. I probably butchered that up. County. She told uh, News Nation's Ashley Banfield that she felt heartbroken and betrayed after Taylor withdrew from her case to represent Koberger. Um, she also claimed that she had given Taylor power of attorney. So 
I know this has nothing to do with the uh, the the incident or the crime itself. But one of these people was lying, you know. You know, Miss Kernodal, uh, mother, she's going through, uh, you know, a lot, and you know, is claiming that she felt betrayed and that she had given her power of attorney. And then you have um, Ann Taylor saying that she's never met her. Um, what do you think about that situation, Blue? I think it's pretty crazy that uh, she never met her, but she did. She defended her. She's got to come in and sign paperwork, and then she had her paralegal do all that stuff. And I, I, you know, I don't think I've I've never used the lawyer, so I, I guess I've been lucky. But I would think if I would, I would at least like to meet the lawyer that I'm having represent me. Right, right. I think she made a statement that she's like in charge of. Um, like she's on all the paperwork or something like that. Well, well, here it goes. Taylor explained to the judge that because she is a chief public defender, uh, her name appears on nearly all the letterhead uh, for the public defender's office, whether she is the acting attorney or not. She says she had no contact or relationship with Kara Knodal and never met or provided her with legal advice regarding felony drug case or a 2017 misdemeanor case. Taylor says she explained the situation to prosecutors in Koberger's case and the ISB bar a counsel's office who agree that there's no conflict as long as Koberger is comfortable with Taylor remaining on his case. Koberger confirmed the judge to the judge that he was comfortable with Taylor remaining as his defense attorney. Taylor is a public defender for Idaho's Katinia County, and uh, but was contradicted to represent Koberger in Lotte County, where Moscow student slayings were carried out because of her expertise in handling capital case cases. Uh, and the rest is just stuff that we already know. And so, um, yeah, I, I tend to believe the lawyer, to be honest with you. What do you think, Blue? You're muted, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was Hunter sent me a message. He says, in my truck, you would find 20 drunk turkey hats, one custom drunk turkey Yeti tumbler for the upcoming giveaway. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So please hit that like and subscribe, y'all. Ring that notification bell. That way you're notified of all of our content. And I would encourage you guys to join our membership. As on Friday nights, we do a show. And then afterwards, uh, for about 30 minutes or so, we do an after show just for the members only. You don't want to miss it. So we uh, highly encourage you. And it helps support the channel and support and promote the show. And it gets us yeah. getting more information. And, and, you know, we plan to go out to a couple places. We're going to go to, um, you know, we plan to go to the trial for uh, Richard Allen, be on scene there, uh, perhaps also the Brian Koberger trial. And so it helps us out. We appreciate it. Yeah, Let's thanks, see. guys. I don't even yet, but I'm just like throwing the peace sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even know why. Uh, shocking news nation live and paid her off. Um, it could be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it just it just seemed kind of like they 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 try to paint this picture for for even the attorney that she should she's corrupt. She shouldn't be, you know. Um, she should excuse herself from this case. She's just doing it for publicity or money. And, and that's not the case at all. You know, there's by population, Idaho uh, is not the largest state by, by any means. And so you're, you're going to have a lack of um, people that are qualified to represent a capital case like this. And she's one of the few that are in that state, if not the only on that part of the state. And so, yeah, that's what it all boils down to. Um, didn't Ann Taylor also represent the Mogan's family? It's possible. Um, you know, based on what she stated as far as that, she's the chief uh, um, attorney there at her firm. That she would be on all the letterheads, so it's it's quite possible that she was or has met with them as well. That's a good that's a good comment. That's a good comment. You guys, fifteen likes and three fifteen. Oh yeah, we need to get that like button up. Let's get that button. Um, what 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 do you have? What else you got, Big Blue? Nothing. I'm trying to read the comments on there, and I just want to think. Uh... You know, it's crazy how last night we're we're on the show. You guys were talking about how the phone was missing and everything. And today, it 
it always pops up. That's happened a few times where we say you know, something and the next day it pops up on the news. It, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's well, yeah, it's a crazy coincidence, but it, it's one of those things that was just kind of eye popping. Like, where the hell's the phone at? Well, you know, you know, Jaime mentioned last night, he's like, hey, well, they had the pictures. They said that he had pictures of one of the victims, so they had to have gotten it somewhere. So it's like, all right, you know, that's true. Maybe they got it from the phone. Maybe they got it from the from the house raid. Sure enough, it was it was in the house raid. Um, you know, they used, you know, they opened the device uh, and, and got to, you know, look at what pictures he had and things like that. Um, now, it, I wonder what, what the, which book he, he they, they confiscated, and I wonder what the saying is that he has highlighted. I do too, man. It, it, it's got to be a, something crazy or a big deal for it to be in there, yeah, because this is just the evidence receipt. This isn't this isn't anything like, yeah. Like this is solely the evidence receipt. This is just a description of the property that we have. That way, you know, you can't dispute what kind of property it is now. It's not the it's not the arrest report. It's not the uh, the supplemental reports or, or any of those things where you would go into detail as far as what the evidence is that's being seized and why it's important to have that highlighted that page 118 is underlined. Man, it's a it's a riddle that I want to solve. I want to know what book is this and what's on page 18, 118. Somebody, somebody's asking if they found the murder weapon. No, not necessarily, but they did confiscate a, a knife from the parents' home of Brian Colberger. So I mean G goes, watch it be the uh, BTK book. You know what? Let's let's figure that out real quick. What's on page 118 of the uh... And then the medallion also is a question to me is like, was it like a satanical medallion? Is he, that kind of stuff. So that's that interests my mind right there. See what, what, what the medallion is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. It's not your fault. Page 118. Um, Let's see. I'm on page one eighteen. I think the other thing I saw on there was uh, that the photos. I want to see if the like if he was stalking them, like or he took photos at the scene. That's my other question. Yeah, I I, I concur with you. Yeah, sorry. All right, so this is page 118 of BTK's book, Inside the BTK. Him, those photos, and his defense attorney will say he's unstable and only offered up what he saw in the pictures. Don't trick him to try to play games because he's enough of a police bluff to know what's going on. He... Rested and ready for a long interview. You want him to be the one who fades out. In the end, he may be looking for some sort of face-saving scenario. Don't bring up his killings of young children because he doesn't want to be known as a child taker. Uh, this isn't. That's not a healthy reputation to have in prison. Get him thinking that maybe he was in a trance when he committed his uh, murders. If he's arrogant, then he'll be nonchalant. Let him speak in the third person if he wants so that's just the first paragraph it's talking talking about that so oh so it's not this book hi man it's a different btk book not the uh, inside the mind let's see uh at the same time as your interview you need to be performing a simultaneous search of his residence this is kind of eerie, right? <laughs> like, this is what they did. Um, if he gets tipped off in advance that this is what you're going to do, he won't destroy his stash, but he will move it. Drill it into his head that you're not going to stop going until you solve this case because you know it is solvable. What you want is for him to become extremely rigid. That's going to mean he's losing control and you're gaining control. 
I wonder what this is in reference to. Is this in reference to BTK or is this in reference to BTK talking about other other um because i've never read this book so i don't know if this is btk referencing if you're talking to a a serial killer um do this this is the way you catch him and this is page 108 and i wanted to just comment on seth robbins's uh question they did find the knife but it's, they're not saying it's it's the murder weapon it's just saying it's a knife they confiscated at their house Mm-hmm. just to answer your question yeah they they just found they never said what type of knife i would assume it's not a pocket knife solely because of the fact that they confiscated another knife and they wrote down pocket knife as as that being described the fact that they confiscated it and it from the house i assure you there's more than just that one knife right and so if there's more than that one knife um, why didn't they confiscate all the knives and only this one? Well, that means me to believe that this one knife that they confiscated either was a tool in the crime or very similar to a tool that was used in the crime, if that makes sense. Um, as far as medallion, man, that would be crazy if they found a medallion. That's like um, one of the victims. Uh, I know Ethan was in sports. Um, I don't know if Zanna or, or or Maddie or Kaylee were. I don't think so. I don't remember reading that. Uh, Somebody put on there with a sheeted, a sheeted kitchen knife and a pocket knife. Hmm. I, have to read, I have to read more into it to see. Yeah, I had heard that they found something with a sheath as well. And so... It's it's insane, man. It's insane. Like the, it's like everything that they took out can be something suspicious, and then it really can be nothing. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that the the tangent medallion it's a computer. It's not a necklace, so I have to look up and see on that on that paperwork. See if it is a medallion or it is that computer. You know, where. Do you remember when I said it? Were you already on the? Yeah, I was already on the on the live. It was in the list of like where the car goggles and everything was. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it was over here. Maps, shovel, goggles, floor mats, vest, branch. Huh. Um, comfort in room key, sky information, tire. Irons, shovel, goggles, floor, mitch, reflective vest, wrench, cushion, headrest, seat belt, visor, fibers, brake pedal, phone charger, band-aid, wrapper, map stock. Where the hell is the damn medallion at? Oh, I guess it was in the other... <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped well, in late. I, the I was like watching on my, in my phone in the car watching the train. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, it's right here. Uh, Something model medallion serial number yeah yeah that's that sounds like a uh some sort of laptop yeah. device or electronic device yeah it is a it is a laptop device yeah. smith and wesson make a knife similar to a k-bar that is true that is true but i think that was the pocket knife but then again i mean well the sheath that was left behind was definitely a uh a it's right here the uh smith and wesson pocket knife um the sheath was definitely well it had the k-bar insignia on it so so yeah they did find multiple knives they they they, they picked up this knife and then a smith and western pocket knife um it was four Sammy says there would absolutely be some physical evidence in the car. Absolutely not possible for none. Even if he stripped down naked would be some blood and it would get in the ventilation system. I agree 100%, 100%. There should be something in there uh, that we're not aware of. <clears throat> but 
I think that's going to do it for us today, y'all. Um, we're going to be back tomorrow night. So uh, um, I think we might be doing this morning show. And I haven't even talked to you, Blue or Heim, about it, but would you be up for doing a morning show about an hour every, you know, a couple, three times a week, maybe twice a week on the mornings? I think yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I might be tired because I get out of work at eight in the morning some days, but I'm off for sure. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So, you know, sometimes Blue will be on, sometimes it'll just be me, depending on what time we go on. But we're going to be talking about some other stuff too. We're not just going to be going deep into the, uh, um, Brian Koberger and the Idaho four case. We're going to be talking other news and, and, and things that are in the news, um, other events, world events, things like that, pop yeah. culture. So tune in, tell a friend, hit that like, hit that subscribe button, ring that notification bell. That way you're notified of this. You know, um, I know George in there said that he didn't get a notification, which is crazy. Um, if you're not getting notifications, I would, um, I would recommend just unsubbing then subbing right back. And sometimes that'll fix the, uh, the situation. Um, but that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, Blue, do you have any final words? Uh, I just want to say, you know, um, y'all be safe out there. Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know that it was my daughter's birthday yesterday and I went to some place called AR Entertainment. And that place is pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Uh, they had roller skating, laser tag, mini golf playground arcade pizza beer whatever you want it's a cool, cool place in san antonio if you all live in san antonio hell yeah hell yeah and mar r asked what about Jaime? Jaime works during the day so he's just gonna you know if he gets a day off he's he's he'll probably be on here but if he's not yeah. uh he'll be working and yes we will be talking about ohio and what's going on over there if you guys have pictures and or videos of of, of anything that you guys have seen in that area, please email it to us. Um, we'd like to bring attention to it. Talk about the situation. Um, you know, our email is drunk Turkey show at gmail.com. And so we would appreciate that, but you, you guys have a great night or a great day. Great if day. there's some more breaking news or anything, we'll, we'll throw out another video may not be alive. We'll yeah, I think the only doing. news that I saw was that the Murdoch case. Oh Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they threw out one of the jurors. Really, I need to yeah. look at them. Why? She was talking to uh, some family members of her about the case, or him. Uh, I don't know if it hurt him, but that, that they threw her out just like during the closing statements. So they're gonna bring in an alternative, and they have to do that one more time or two more times, and they're just gonna do a mistrial and probably have to res reschedule a trial again. Damn, that'd be crazy, man. That would definitely be crazy. Well, um, stay tuned. We'll, we'll be updating everybody on that as well. We appreciate everybody. Hit that like button on your way out. Bring that notification bell. Peace out. Take care, guys.